This episode is brought to you by Paulin. Access your App Store revenues faster and fund user acquisition straight away. To sign up, go to paulin.vc. This is the Mobile Commerce Minute with your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Chuck Martin. This is the Mobile Commerce Minute. My name is Rob. And my name is Chuck. Beacons aren't just for pushing notifications anymore, are they, Chuck? Uh, beacons are pretty much going everywhere. We're looking at stores, trucks, buses, museums, and, and stadiums, and, and so forth. Uh, what's happening now is we're really expanding way beyond that. I, I, I came across a company in Michigan called GELO, that's G-E-L-O, and they're looking at industrial and commercial markets rather than specific companies. And, and Al Juarez, who's the, the co-founder of the company, I spent a lot of time with in the, in the last several days, uh, talking about what, what they're doing. They're basically, it's B2B2B, so they're selling to companies that sell to industries as opposed to selling to, say, a, a retailer, for example. Uh, some examples... They have a trucking and transportation company. They've got front-end loaders where the front-end loaders have, have a tablet, and then the gravel hauling truck has a beacon in it, and then the beacon and the tablet basically coordinate so they know when the truck is in the quarry so the tablet finds the right truck to put the right stuff in. And that used to be manual before because all the trucks and the stuff looked very similar. Uh, second, another example, a public bus transportation company, they have a mobile app so riders, on, on, when they're on the bus, they get alerted when their, bus, when their stop is coming by and if anyone's falling asleep, all of a sudden your phone's jingy, hey, you're going to miss your stop. Uh, it also tells them if they're on the right bus, uh, which, which is also a, a real thing. On the other side, bus operators are getting passive anonymous data to improve routes thereby saving fuel consumption. Um, another example, a heavy machinery company is using beacons to detect when the operator's there. And what they do is they're sending a signal to the the operator of this heavy machinery, hey, check this, check this, uh, check this fluid, uh, it's due for this. And then when the, if the person walks too, too far away from the, the device, from this big machine, they get a message, hey, you forgot to go do this, go, go back to the machine. Uh, and th this, is, this is all automated, uh, essentially. So it's, it's not like someone's sitting there at a control tower um, doing all this stuff. And the, the, the bottom line is that, that this GLO kind of approach, uh, they're, 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 they're looking at systems that can be improved and where they can solve problems. At the Grand Rapids Public Museum, there was a paper-based scavenger hunt, basically, which, which kids would do with their families. A, a very, very big, big program. And instead of having all this paper where people can go to the back and find the answer so that they kind of wasn't that, that good, uh, they basically put in beacons. So now it's an interactive thing. If you go to the museum the second time, it resumes where you were. So it, it becomes an automating interactive process, which, which is great for the museum. And more importantly, it, it's great for the, the people who are going to the museum and they're they're starting to basically do things totally differently. Uh, the, the, the bottom line is that there are going to be thousands and probably millions ultimately of live beacons in the marketplace, but there's no one size fits all. They're, they're all very different. You know, I, we're starting to see that, obviously, more non-traditional uses of beacons like this. And even up here in Ottawa, there's a museum that is testing this as self-guided tourist beacons in the museum. We're not as backwater or backwoods as people think. We are a nation's capital. But it, it seems to me that this is where the impact is going to be really felt with beacons, where there are these passive sensors that really solve a problem. 
Yeah, I think a way to look at it is is not about beacons, which which consumers may never use the here. They will they don't say, oh, I just got beaconed. Um, it'll be I just got a message that matters. Uh, this tells me where to go at the USTA. I'm at the at the Super Bowl. Oh, I can see there's no line at this concession stand versus the other one, and it's it's not an ad. It's basically it, it's it's a service, and it's going to take some time for organizations to find out what they really should do with beacons. Right now, we had the we're probably going to have another year of, of very serious experimentation. But these kinds of things, uh, Brooklyn Museum, we've got airports now have them. Uh, London, Heathrow has them. They're in, in Miami, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, all these things people are learning uh, as long as they're experimenting. And, and those, those who are not doing anything with beacons who have a physical location, they're just they're basically living in the dark. Don't forget to come back for our next episode.